Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm Peter Lamont with my co-host, Brendan. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Well, today I want to talk about something that um, we have really been struggling with, I think, in this country, which is um, the impact that the pandemic has had on small business. Right. And now with things seeming to get better, uh, more people are out doing things that, you know, I think there was a lot of fear, you know, when you're a small business owner and you've got this, this pandemic, which was the first time in our lifetime that we've dealt with it, you don't know what to do. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you're trying to hang on. You're, you're trying to get help. Right. You're, you're not going to start dumping cash into marketing or advertising, at least for the most part. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a scary time for sure. And I know that a lot of small businesses ended up going out of business because right. of the pandemic. But there are millions that have survived. And so this is not going to be a negative discussion. This is a positive discussion. This is a now it's time discussion. It is time to get your small business in gear, to get out there, to start marketing, to start building your brand, and and to take advantage of the time that we're in right now. And as part of that, we're going to talk about, in particular, marketing. And and you know what? When, when I was in school, I'm sure you too, what's the one thing that they always tell you about history? It's important to what? to learn from the mistakes yes, learn from the of mistakes the there you go that's it there's a saying right those who uh can't remember are doomed to repeat it Do, those who fail to uh, uh, learn uh, history something like some, that yeah it's something well point is don't take that quote we <laughs> we're about to tell you a bunch of people who made Stupid mistakes. Not people. Not people. Right, right. Not people. Brands. Brands. Big brands. Yes. Pepsi caliber brands. We're talking about some of the worst marketing mistakes ever that companies have ever made. And some of them are quite funny. Yep. And some you know, of them are quite messed up. It just it, it makes if, you wonder what was going through their minds. Yeah, and you know, you're talking about like like small businesses, right? You've mm-hmm. got either yourself doing the marketing or a, a small marketing team, or maybe right. you outsource some of it, but Brands like Pepsi, mm-hmm. they've got an entire department committed yeah. to marketing and advertising and social media. So how is it, and we'll go through this in a second, you're going to be like blown away, but yeah. how is it that so many people have missed the mark? How many people looked at something, approved it, and then, you know, what were, were they all like, wow, that I, that was I bad. What, what did we do know. here? Were they all drunk? Right. Well, uh, here here's the thing. When you are marketing your small business, when you're trying to now that everybody's getting back into the game, find a way to stand out. Be bold, but don't be too bold and learn from these companies' mistakes. We're going to start with Burger King. Did you hear about Burger King? Uh, I've heard lots lots of things about Burger King. Which one are you talking about in particular? Their chicken fries are so good. Nope, not oh, not this not discussion. Not this discussion. And I disagree with you on that. Really? Yeah, but we're wait a minute. Put this topic to the side. Forget marketing. What are you talking about? The chicken fries are amazing. The chicken fries are served with a side of indigestion. Oh come on! No, they're so good. Nope. This is complete disagreement. We have reached a standoff. So anyway, let's agree to disagree. But what I think is we it? Can both agree? Yes. Tell me that 
what Burger King posted for International Women's Day was really messed up. So on Twitter, they posted on International Women's Day, uh, women belong in the kitchen. And that was the tweet. And you're shocked and appalled that they could tweet this. And you click on the tweet and you see that the reply, the next tweet they posted under it is, if they want to, of course, yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry uh, by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. And it's, you know, it's it's a good message. Uh, and, they, and they launched a, a new scholarship program, which will help female Burger King employees in, uh, pursue their culinary dreams. Great, great idea. Great thing you're doing there. Great scholarships. But what's not great is hiding all that information behind a clickbait tweet that says women belong in the kitchen. Now, that tweet went viral and not for the right reasons. People were uh, appalled that Burger King would think that's a fun idea to do. Not only that, but that first tweet and the second tweet they put out with, uh, if they want to, of course, all that would have fit in one tweet. Of they course, they did it on purpose. They specifically chose to make the big headline, women belong in the kitchen. And so people, you know, they got the message, but the message was defeated by that point. You know, once you put it behind something like women belong in the kitchen, people weren't happy. They... Uh, tweeted at Burger King saying that the damage they're doing is far beyond any help they're giving. Uh, a lot of people who thought it would be funny, a lot of trolls and nasty people, uh, just retweeted "Women Belong in the Kitchen," hiding the rest. But they you know, some of the agreed with Burger King, like yes, they do. Some of the issue is that I've no, noticed this a lot. A lot of people, a lot of, of younger people, right. they only read the headlines. Yeah, absolutely. They That's don't actually read the issue. body of anything. So they read the first tweet that says, women belong in the kitchen. And then they're upset. But right. that's exactly what Burger King wanted to do. They wanted to get you to read that post. Right. And it, it went viral, certainly was. I mean, I mean, it definitely did trend, but not for the right reasons. No, no. And I, I think that that's, I think knowing. That's like saying, I'm going to kill 20 people. And then when everybody looks at me shocked, I'm going to say, love. yeah, with kindness. Yeah. And you should too. Today, go out and be nice to 20 people. But at that point, the police are already called and I'm about to be arrested. Yeah. You know, there's a, it's not, you shouldn't say that. Come on. No. Really? Women belong in the kitchen. Only if they want to, of course. No, come on. No. And, and those, you know, I think that the message is, is over. Um, overrun right, by, by the whole thing. Right. Nobody nobody even knows what Burger King was talking about at that point. All they know is right. that they hate I women. forgot what they, <laughs> exactly. I forgot what they were doing at that point. Like, you know, today I was like, oh yeah, I remember when Burger King tweeted women belong in the kitchen. You know, that's all that anybody thinks about. You know, I, I've got to pick, pick a bone with something as long as we're talking about that. All right. About hating people, you know. You yeah, think, okay. Bobby Flay, you know Bobby oh, Flay? Yeah, I do know Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay, Flay hates fat people. <laughs> Now, that's not <laughs> Does true. Does he really? That's not true. But in my mind, Bobby Flay hates fat people. You want to know why? That? Yeah, why is that? Because Bobby's Burger Palace is uh -huh. pretty cool. Right. He's got the burgers, and then you can get the potato chips on them, and they're so good. Mm -hmm. But he gives you these little seats to sit in, and the benches are not movable. So for people like myself, mm -hmm. who might be a little overweight, getting into Bobby's Burger Palace is nothing short of nightmare torture. <laughs> I want the burger. I want the chips. I like Bobby Flay, but he doesn't like me sitting at his restaurant. So I don't like that. There's a terrible marketing thing. Bobby Flay, make your seats bigger, please. I'll go to your restaurant. I'll enjoy your burger. I can't get in the seat. Come on. Give me a break here, Bobby Flay. All right. Well, 
I, I don't even know what to say to you with that one. It's not necessarily You've gone marketing. all the way off topic. It is just And you're just complaining gripe. about Bobby Flay. Yes. Well, let's talk about Pepsi. We mentioned that we uh, did. at the beginning of the show. Pepsi. Yes. This, this is mind-blowing. So is it? Pepsi and the Kendall Jenner TV spot. Here's what's mind-blowing about this. Why would you want Kendall Jenner in your commercial? I think she's she's famous for some reason. Well, that's not actually what's mind-blowing. That was just my commentary thrown oh, in okay. here. So this, have you seen this video? This I, have seen, I have seen the video, yeah. All right. So this commercial basically shows a group of young people right. of different ethnicities yeah. marching through the streets. With signs and... Uh, it's a protest. It, it it's 100% a protest. protest. While Kendall Jenner is getting photographed... A, Leaning up against walls. Right. And might I add, this was right around the time of the Black Lives Matter protests. So you've got all of of, of the protests going on in this country. It's on the news every night, and Pepsi decides. And it's a serious issue, mind you. It's a a big deal. It's something to be discussed. It's not a joke. You know what I mean? People were were injured in these protests. Businesses were lost. You know, there, there was a message behind the protest. So you're right. It's a serious thing. Pepsi decides to take advantage of that and to build out this commercial. If you search YouTube, Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial, you'll find it. Um, but basically, all these people are marching towards a line of armed police officers. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you argue that this isn't a protest? Of right. course it is. Absolutely. So. They come up, and and as they're face-to-face looking at each other, wondering, is is this going to erupt into violence despite the fact that the crowd is holding peace signs? All of a sudden, Kendall Jenner grabs a can of Pepsi, Ah. and she walks down the middle of the mall, Uh like Moses parting the Red Sea with her Uh, can of Pepsi, and she goes up to the police officer. Right. And gives him a can of Pepsi, <laughs> and then he opens it, and then everybody cheers, and it's wonderful. Thank you, Kendall Jenner. For, for solving a protest by handing right. them a Pepsi. So now we know any dispute in this country, or the world Just for that a, matter. Give him a Pepsi. That, give him a Pepsi. That's right. That's that, right. That's a horrible commercial. It it's a horrible, horrible idea. I don't know who would sit down and say, let's take advantage of a real-life issue, a real-life uh trending problem like this uh, a big deal uh, a huge moment that'll be in the history books forever and make it a kendall jenner pepsi commercial this was so bad this was so dumb right that saturday night live picked it up and mocked it uh-huh um it was pulled obviously ridiculed and six months after the airing of the commercial the pepsico president stepped down telling ad age that the spot was the most gut-wrenching experience of his (laughs) career so there you go i mean you had people look at this thing approve it it had to be filmed shot and how could you think that this is a good idea right you know just i i think that especially with social media a lot of people kind of jump on trends and they say well this is trending this is popular so i'm going to put a post out about this and i kind of think that that's what pepsi did hey you know, protests, Black Lives Matter. There's all kinds of stuff going on right now. Let's unify the world with Kendall Jenner and a Pepsi. And right. I'll tell you, if Kendall Jenner approached me with a Pepsi, I would not take it. I I wouldn't just, either. Just for the point of it. Yes. <laughs> Kendall Jenner giving me Pepsi. Not going to happen. Not at all. All right, here's another one that is a definite not to do. 
Um, so McDonald's in the UK, they took a lot of heat for uh, this, this 2007 marketing scheme. Right. Where they basically showed a young boy talking with his mother. Grieving. Not just talking, but about their, their de- his dead father. His dead father. That's so right. So sad. His father's dead. They are, they're reminiscing, and it's very sad until it gets to the point of the commercial, right? And that's where they realize that they both shared a love of filet fish sandwiches. Oh, of course. Now, all I can think of is Billy Bass. <laughs> Bring me back my filet fish Bring me that fish. You know the talking fish yeah. commercial? Yeah, I like those so, commercials. So filet fish is is what's going to bring this family's dead husband and, and father back. If you want to connect with your dead relatives, just eat a filet fish I mean, come Horrible. On. Horrible. That's a terrible... Right. And then, of course, McDonald's was accused of trying to tie in grief with... Uh, Exploiting grief to sell. Right. Uh, yeah. And you awful. know what? That You think about maybe where did they get the idea from? Well, back in the... Oh, I guess... 80s maybe there was um at&t commercials and it used to be reach out reach out and touch someone right or maybe it was bell atlantic it was bell atlantic i think Mm -hmm. and the whole idea it was one of them the whole idea was that they would show a husband and wife and the wife would be saying to the husband on, on a sunday night have you heard from her and the husband would be like no and the wife would be i bet she misses you and the husband would be like I should call. And the wife should be like, you should call. And then he picks up the phone and he dials and it's his old decrepit mother on the other end of the phone. Uh-huh. And he says, hi, mom. I was just thinking about you. And her eyes light up and 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 then you hear the reach out and touch someone. And so it was an emotional draw to right. try to guilt people into calling their mothers and on Sunday did, nights. And they? people did, did so maybe they were thinking that they can guilt people into buying filet of fish. Well, what's the? There's a difference no there with the mom. It's like, oh, I can go and call my mom. With the filet of fish, it's not like I can think about my dead father while eating a filet of fish. Like, no. unless he was a fisherman. I mean, <laughs> or a fish. I don't know. Or uh, worked at a uh, a filet of fish stand. Play-Doh factory. What well, what is Flado? Plato. Plato. Well, because that's where the real filet of fish comes from. Oh, that's that's way <laughs> off. I'm kidding. Now, now you're trashing McDonald's. You're like Morgan Sherlock. Who? Spurlock. What? <laughs> did, did you ever see that uh, documentary, Super Size Me? I've heard of it. Oh, and you I've should seen the watch poster. it. I, I don't want to watch that. That sounds horrible. No, I'm listen. I've seen it. Yeah. I still eat at McDonald's. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, I I know where the food comes from, and I still eat at McDonald's. Yeah, so it it won't have any impact on you. Right. All right. Here, here's a real good one. Here's right. a real good not. Well, not well, to do. good one or or bad one. Real good not to do. <laughs> so Ford, right? The truck company. Yep. Right in the middle of all of the Harvey Weinstein and the Me Too Movement. news. Yeah. Right. Right. All horrible things happening to women. Right? right. Right. People like Harvey Weinstein. Horrible. Horrible. Well, Ford decided to put out this visual ad campaign. Right. And, you know, I guess in an effort to try to tie in women's rights, Ford thought it was a good idea to put out an ad that showed three women bound, gagged, and stuffed into the trunk of a Ford hatchback. Really? How? How? That's a terrible idea. How does that get by? Now, obviously, that ad was pulled, and they had to issue a public apology because many people 
found the ad offensive. Oh, of course. And felt that it encouraged violence against women. What was somebody thinking? Now, well, that's a, <laughs> I don't want to know what they were thinking. I just don't understand if these companies put together these ad campaigns before current events actually become current and then say, well, we've already spent the money on this. But that's not what you should do. I, so, have, I have the ad here, actually. It's a picture yeah. of uh, three women in the trunk. It was uh, Ford India apologized for an unauthorized ad, what they said was an unauthorized ad, created by the JW India Advertising Company. Uh, it shows three bound and gagged women in the trunk, like you said, and it's being driven by the character of a grinning Italian politician, Silvio Berlusconi. Now, I don't know the story behind that. What is going on there? Yeah, I know that that's a that's a that's not a thing you should have made. No. and, and I wouldn't make me want to buy a Ford. What, for the women I'm going to throw in the trunk? Like... That, that, no. Yeah, look, look at all the space we have for kidnapping. Exactly. What the heck? That's not going to make you want to buy a trunk. three grown women in a trunk. Exactly. Why would I want that? I, yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't use it for that purpose. You know what? That, that again goes, though, to the idea of, of companies jumping on current right. events. And small businesses, while, yeah, everybody, it's important to be aware of current events so that you can tie in things with them, right? Especially right. if like you're a retail establishment. Mm-hmm. But come on. like There's, there's a line you got to draw here. And, and that... Way over the line. Way over the line, yeah. Another one, now this is way back though. This is in 2006, but it's right. worth talking about. Sony okay. has this, uh, this what they consider now to be a racist print ad. It was promoting its white PlayStation portable device, the PSP. Right. Remember that one? Yeah, I, I had the PSP. Isn't that the one that slid no, out? No, 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 no. You're thinking of the, 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 the PlayStation portable. I don't remember the specific... It was the one with the sliding screen. That's a different PSP. So there was the PSP, the long one, the uh, the original one where you'd put the disc things in right. the back of it. That's what we're talking about here. Then they had a PSP that slides, but that was a little bit after that. That was closer to 2010. Oh, and then we're like, it was all digital. I don't right, think there was right. any. Okay, well, well any, anyway. Point, the point, the white PSP had ads where uh, on the giant ad, a pale woman with white hair, is seen grabbing a black woman by the face. The white figure looks upset and determined, while the black figure looks very submissive and upset and scared. And the text reads, PlayStation Portable, white is coming. That's quite scary. (laughs) Really, it really is. Uh, Why would they do that? They, They went on to say the images that were used were intended solely to highlight the contrast between the different colors available for the PSP. And there wasn't a better but, way to do that? Yeah, exactly. That was not a smart way to... Horrible. Uh, absolutely. Horrible. Can't believe that they would even think of White doing that. White is coming. Right. That, that's While scary. grabbing the face. That's yeah. horrible. Horrible. Uh, I, I don't understand what these people are thinking. Uh, I really don't. Here's another, here's another one. Uh, Adidas. Yes, Adidas. So Adidas... What could now, they have done wrong? Well, you all know about the Boston Marathon, obviously, right? Yes, it I, was a, a horrible, horrible, you know, Absolutely. Boston Marathon. Wait, let me try this again. Boston <laughs> Marathon shooting. Right. Right. I mean, I remember watching well, what, that was, thing. It, was it the bombing or? Yeah. And then there was like a manhunt for the guy. It was, it was. Messed up. It was intense. Messed up. Well. I remember actually being around for that. No, not just around, but being in uh, one of the later grades in school for that. And uh, everybody was talking about it. It was very messed up, very scary. Yeah, it was. Well, customers who participated 
in the Boston Marathon in 2017, uh, 2017 received an email from Adidas. Right. And it said, congrats, you survived the Boston Marathon. That's, they didn't think that one through, did they? No. Now, it says here in the context of other uh, fitness events, this might seem harmless. In fact, many people use this kind of phrasing when they refer to completing an event. However, some say that surviving right. the Not marathon the right. Not the right. in reference to the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing, which killed three people and injured more than 250 is offensive. So right. Adidas obviously issued an apology, but it was too late at that point. So here's another one where um, marketing scheme, right? Getting your name out there. You just, you just screwed it up. You screwed it up because you're tying your name with a horrible email saying you survived the Boston Marathon. Right. Not right? a good idea. You completed. How about that? Would completed hey, have been better? You, you have... Uh managed to get past no not even that no worse. it's it's horrible it just you know uh, there were a lot you you've succeeded in your boston right. marathon would have even been what, better. anything would have been anything would have been that. better than you've survived right because what's the alternative you know what does that imply right it's pretty obvious well speaking about uh 2017 which was the year of that email in august of 2017 we you know there was hurricane harvey which engulfed houston it was right. you know it was tragic people died property was destroyed and uh, airbnb decided that they had a really really good apropos as they might say ad campaign and what was that ad campaign well they launched their floating world marketing campaign which included an image of a water themed house sitting on the surface of water and the uh, ad copy said stay above water and live the life aquatic with these floating homes so that's not not smart just look around you know what i mean that's the thing if this wasn't done at the time of hurricane harvey maybe this would have been like oh hey look at that it's pretty cool it floating water homes it's like water world right. with kevin costner but to do it at it so timing it's not just what you say it's the timing of when you put these things out right. how how could you now, is it because they weren't aware? Is that what it is? They weren't aware of what was going on with, with, with the hurricane and they just thought it was a good idea? This seems uh, less of a purposeful or, or stupid decision as it was bad timing to me. Just, but, but bad timing is a bad decision because you would expect a company you know, that has the resources to kind of look and say, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. You know, going back to, to 2001, Right. World Trade Center bombings. I remember um, shortly after, they, they were supposed to release 24, that the Fox television show with Jack Bauer. Mm -hmm. And they deliberately postponed the release of 24 because it dealt with terrorism and anti-terrorism right. bombings and things like that. They deliberately postponed it so as to not be offensive, right, to, to the people that were... Going through 9-11, I remember, I, I mean, I've got my own 9-11 story, which I'm not going to bore you with right now, but I have talked about it in other podcasts. I typically talk about it towards 9-11, but that said, I remember, I mean, I was shell-shocked. The whole thing was, was, was tragic, and Fox said, 
hey, we're going to just postpone. I thought that was a smart decision. I think so too. Right? And then Sounds like it's a 24 came out later. It was right. great. I loved it. And, it and, and you were okay with it all. Right. So timing is a massive factor here in, in something that's bad. Totally. 100%. What else do you have? Uh, I have a more classic one from, uh, as some would say, back in the day, New Coke. Do you know anything about New Coke? I, I, have, I, I remember drinking New Coke. It was not, it didn't go very well. It no. was this idea to create a, a brand new, uh, new taste, new flavor. It was a, a new formula and they branded it as New Coke and nobody cared. You know, nobody liked it. It was gross. Everybody wanted the old formula well, back. You know what? It wasn't gross. It was, what, what I think the biggest issue is, they were trying to appeal to the, they called it the choice of a new generation, right? Because they were in, this is the middle of the cola wars. With right. Pepsi. And it was a hundred years after the original formula was out and right. they're just throwing it away. They're celebrating it by making a new one. Right. And that's where I think they went wrong. I think that they could have introduced uh, a new Coke, but kept the original and it would have been. Right. Okay. So that was another one that, I mean, that I, I look. I, I have less of a problem with them trying new Coke because they were trying something. They were trying to be innovative. Right. It's not, it's not you know, it's like some of these other ads. Like, for example, there's this Skittles ad that I, it came out a while ago, years ago, in fact, um, maybe early 2000s. Right. So there's this ad where there's this guy sitting at a desk, uh-huh. right? And he, he, he's got his hands, like, above his lap, right? They're not touching anything. And two people come over to him and they talk to him uh, because the girl wants, I, I guess they're co-workers, the girl and the guy at the, the desk, right? He's oh. an older gentleman at the desk. And she brings over her friend and she's like, you know, he's got Skittles touching disease, kind of like King Midas. And anything he touches turns to Skittles. So she hands him something. Yeah, and, and it turns to Skittles. And the guy's like, whoa, look at that. And then he's, he's you know, all, all sad. I can't hold my grandchildren. You know, I've got this Skittles touching disease. And then he says, this morning on the bus, I shook a man's hand. He'll never see his family again. <laughs> and then he opens his hand and Skittles pours out of his oh hand. Right. God. So like that's that's the guy that he shook his hand. And it's it's funny. I mean, it's funny. Right. But. But yeah. Now you're left wondering the Skittles commercial. Taste the rainbow. Touch the rainbow. It's talking about killing somebody. So Absolutely. now it opens the, 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 the doors to if this guy knew that he had Skittles touching disease and he deliberately shook a man's hand. Is he a murderer? Is he a murderer? Did he intend to destroy this man on the bus? I don't know. It's a funny commercial, but I think you've got to look at, at the times, too. And I, I, don't, right. I don't know what the reaction was back when this commercial first aired. Um. Yeah, but I know that it wouldn't be the kind of thing that would go over well nowadays. No, no way. No way. It's also, thinking back to when I was a kid, there was this diet candy or diet food. Have you ever heard of it? It's called AIDS. Uh, well, see, I don't think see, I've heard you got, it yet. You get, that's the exact reaction. So there was Absolutely, this candy. Yeah. It was called AIDS, A-Y-D-S. It was an right. appetite suppressant candy. Got it. And it it was... I think first marketed during the 70s and um, unfortunately, again, timing and right. maybe they could have done something. This became very popular or very promoted, I should say, right at the time of the AIDS crisis. 
Right. So, and not a not good timing no. at all here. And I remember as a kid, I remember saying, because you'd hear, I used to listen to this radio station called WPAT, mm-hmm. and it was a classical or easy listening station. Um, they always played Send in the Clowns. You know that song? Constantly, Send yeah. in the Clowns. Well, anyway. <laughs> Sad song to play. They'd pepper in these commercials for the AIDS appetite suppressant. And, you know, I, I heard that was my first understanding of AIDS. Right. It was an appetite suppressant. And then later on, they were talking about AIDS, the disease. And I could not understand the difference between eight, is oh AIDS the candy giving people diseases? Is, you know? So here's one where AIDS, A-Y-D-S, maybe, maybe if they had changed their name or done something different. All they had to do is change the name. I mean, I don't. Yeah, and it's and, just the fact that they're called AIDS and that they're going to help you lose weight. It's not. Well, see, here, here's something right where you've got. Well, that's another problem because one of the criticisms for this is that you know AIDS is a is a disease that causes right. body wasting. Right, people thin, like uh, you know, you, you know, you lose weight. And so here's an appetite suppressant candy called AIDS. So it's like, hey, if you take AIDS, you'll lose weight. You know, hey, go get some AIDS because you'll lose weight terrible idea terrible and it was more of a timing thing than anything and it was kind of outside of their control but i think that it you know knowing that the aids disease was now becoming a thing or or was a known thing they should have done something to to rebrand immediately rebrand because who even knows if the diet aid worked but all i know is that i didn't want to get aids you know that's just crazy and that's it's one where they totally crazy. That's that's one where they should have thought. So listen, I think the takeaway from our discussion today is I don't care what size company you are, but small businesses in particular, you know, marketing, you, you got to market, you got to get people have to be aware of your brand. They have to be aware of your product, your services, because if they're not aware, you could have the best product or service. But if people aren't seeing it and using it, then what good is it? How successful are you? Absolutely. You know, marketing, advertising, social media, marketing, and planning, those are the ways to bring people to your business, to buy your product, to buy your service. Right. But you got to do it in a way that is um, intelligent. Right. Absolutely. Timing, what you're saying, stop trying to jump on the bandwagons of trends and hashtags, figure out what your brand is about, and then promote your brand that way one thing that i think now look i i know this is probably not before we go i just have to say this one not very popular but there is this commercial that received a lot of flack especially from the lgbt community right it's mr t now i think back to mr t right a team he was this badass he was just b.a baracus it was amazing right so there's this commercial for snickers Uh uh-huh and there's a guy power walking okay. and you know, he's swinging his hips and then they take a picture of his butt from behind and there's exaggerated butt movements. And all of a sudden, as this guy's power walking, Mr. T comes busting out of a house on this Jeep with a massive cannon on the back of the Jeep loaded with Snickers bars. And then he starts yelling at this guy and he's like, Hey, you know, you're a disgrace to the man race. Oh, my. And then he says, I don't ever want to see you power walking. So he starts shooting Snickers bars at him. And it's 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 hysterical. That's it's insane. really funny. I can understand the offensive I can, yeah, nature. Yeah, I can understand the. I mean, I think what the issue is here is that 
It's someone who is portrayed uh, in a sense where you would imagine they're supposed to be like a gay man. Right. And then the issue is that he's saying you're a disgrace to the man race. Right. I think and that's, yeah. That's where the issue comes like, in. There would, now, if, if it was slightly different, if they could yep. change it a little bit, I think it would be perfectly fine. I think the issue here is that, you know, I don't think they were intending to necessarily, but they made it look like Mr. T showed up. Just shoot a, a gay man with Snickers and tell him that he's a disgrace. Right. But you know what? I think I think you're right. I think if it had just been done slightly differently, like because if you think to the SNL skits where right. um yeah, I can't remember the one with maybe uh oh I don't remember their names, but they were bodybuilders and like, Oh, you're a girly man. You know, there it wasn't I necessarily don't that one. You don't know about that? I don't know about or that. You gotta look it up. So it was you know, like people that are, are wimpy or whatever and these right. guys were it was a comedy skit. It wasn't about your sexuality. It right. was about like, oh, you, you're not really working out. You're doing like right. lightweight stuff. So maybe if they had just tried to just put a regular power walker right. without portraying the, the person as more feminine, if you will. Right, right. Um, you know, or stereotypical. Maybe that's what the issue is. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's quite amusing to hear him say you're a disgrace to the man race but it's not appropriate right um and so that's another one that unfortunately while the the, the concept behind it because that's the character that miss that, that that mr t was that b.a Baracus was yeah uh pity the fool you know that's that's what he was he was funny but you know maybe maybe in the 80s that would have flown but certainly not now right so those are some of the worst marketing mistakes that uh, we've seen. And so use this information and don't make those same mistakes. Absolutely. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Actually, actually oh, I'd like to throw something in else? one more thing. Yeah. Oh, boy, we can't end this one. Well, it's more of a plug for one of our previous podcasts. As I was doing the research for this, as we were looking through all these past marketing campaigns, one of the biggest ones I saw mentioned was uh, Booty Shake which, if you don't remember, had a terrible social media ad involving uh, crossed wires and uh, emails towards the uh, person from the sponsor that were put on Instagram. Very funny story. So go listen to that in our social media marketing fails video. That's uh, right. Podcast, that was good. That was a good podcast. Yeah. yeah, but I found that funny. I was like, oh, my, it's booty shake again. That is, yeah, so if you haven't listened to that one, make sure you do. And and this is just a good time for me to remind you that we have, I, I don't even know how many episodes of this podcast. You know, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you are notified of when new episodes come out, but also go back and check out some of our old podcasts. Right. You know, our, our format that we're doing now, which is is relatively new within the last year, is different than what we did when the podcast first started. We have a lot of interviews with... Um, celebrities and entrepreneurs and things like mm-hmm. that way back then. Um, now, of course, we've got a different format, which is a little bit, uh, a little bit more fun, if right, you will. Absolutely. But some of those episodes are great, and you can learn a lot. So check out the podcast, scroll through anywhere that you subscribe to your podcast, and look at some of these other episodes. You might find them interesting. Totally. All right, that's going to do it. Thanks, and we will hope to see you so you can hear us next time on Understanding the Law Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.